0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Bald Move Television. We're the officially unofficial podcast for literally all of television. I'm your host, Aaron, And I'm Cecily. And we are back with another review of episode two of season three of Hulu's Harlots. We've got uh, all the... Bods that's fit the body house. <laughs> I don't know all the. You can't force it. Now, nah, well, you know, actually, you can if you're a doctor working at a madhouse in the 17th century. Apparently, apparently, uh, that's that's okay to do. Uh, what'd you think of this uh, this uh, episode, Cecily?
1: I liked this episode. It was a little bit um, slower, and by that I mean things still moved really quickly,
0: <laughs> and a lot happened people died there's a duel yeah man got killed yeah and that was just like a d plot <laughs> right yeah
1: uh what did you think
0: uh i thought it was really good i enjoyed seeing uh charlotte and company out fight uh the pinchers unfortunately i have a feeling that william north is going to be right as he often is and that this is a very dangerous game they're playing mm-hmm. i i the Pincher brothers are the world's biggest fucking idiots, but also Charlotte might be too think if she thinks that uh, Isaac Pincher is her friend now. But yeah. I'm not it's it's not clear whether she thinks that she's actually truly got him beaten and won his respect or I mean she's uh she's been around the block a few times. I don't think I wanna think that she's smarter than that. Right. But the Pincher brothers, big, big dum dums. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
1: there's bedlam in the streets. There's literally bedlam in this the, time? There <laughs> is
0: bedlam in the streets. The, the, yeah, yeah. As uh, as a result of Lady Quigley freeing her and Miss Bottomley, uh, mm-hmm. uh it, it, there's a lot, lots of big, uh, big stuff moving. That seems like it's going to be a way to get the Spartans back in another primary antagonist. Um, primary. No, but th- it's uh, it's it's really entertaining. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's good to see William North back. Now we just we got one last Wells shoe to drop. Mags herself. Her name was mentioned. Mm-hmm. Her name's in the streets. Do
1: you think she's going to come back?
0: Ringing out in the streets. She's definitely coming back this this year. Because
1: I think... No, I mean to London. Because I think that there's an opportunity for Emily Lacey to go to America and buy up some land and get into business with Margaret Wells. Is that fun? <laughs> I'm having I mean, fun just thinking about it,
0: yeah, Or it'd be funny if the well like somehow the Wells women end up fucking the pinchers on uh, the shores of America and uh, and and uh, England mm-hmm. that would be pretty funny because uh, that's the way I see that going how, uh, does that,
1: how does that involve the pinchers
0: because it's it's Emily Lacey bringing them the deal oh, right because they right. got the money so uh all right what's uh let's uh, talk about I think they be- should leave the stupider pincher behind. Which one's that again? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Let's do some housekeeping first. I want to tell everybody what's going on at BaldMove.com. Yeah, let's clean the smoke out of here. It's a lot of work. It's uh, pretty smoky in here. Uh, We got Bald Movies this week. The Lion King. I have been following Twitter uh, <laughs> oh yeah, and it that uh, there's a there's a couple of uh, Twitter people I follow uh, like uh, Lindsay Ellis and Jenny Nicholson, and it seems like the new Lion King is a big dumpster fire. So that'll be fun. We'll be covering that tomorrow night. Also on Bald Move Television this week, we'll have some Emmy talk as well as a roundup of the latest stuff we've been watching on television. Uh, Jim and I wrapped up Stranger Things 3 this week with a fabulous wrap-up podcast. You can see that on the Dungeons and Demogorgons feed, or you can uh, go to youtube.com slash Move and watch our Enhanced Video version of the podcast. And then finally, I've been doing something a little special the last few weeks, uh, Podcasting FX's Legion uh with Jason and Rima of podcastica.com And uh, I love that show. And if you are a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or comic books in general and you're not watching that podcast or you're not watching Legion, shame on you. And if you are a fan and you're not listening to the Legion Podcast then Shame on you. Double shame on you. <laughs> uh so yeah check that out. You can go to podcastica.com or baldmove.com. It's a joint venture going down to both places. Oh yeah. Uh, first topic, the wells versus the pinchers. We speculated last week about whether the house was uh, going to be destroyed. I kind of thought it was going to be damaged because it looked like the fire brigade was there. But also Charlotte was like, burn the whole block down. So we're th- fearing the worst. But no, it's just uh, it's just damaged and need uh, of a lot of repair. And unfortunately, Charlotte, uh, her bank is the drapes in the house and uh, she said that she's sewn all of her money into the drapes for safe keepings, and apparently that went up in smoke. Uh, went up in smoke. They're in a bad fire- way at the start of this episode. I thought
1: the fire was going to take the whole block, honestly.
0: I mean, it could. Because at the end of
1: last... At the end of last episode, Charlotte said, uh, "These houses, let them all burn," as if she was done with it. Right, and we're going to move
0: somewhere else. I remember when they were showing that, like, previously on last week. Uh, that's in a, that's a pretty callous attitude to have, you know. <laughs> There's people living, uh, children and women and men sleeping in those. That's like, come on, you know. Maybe not burn a whole block down, Charlotte. It's Greek Street, so yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know what that means.
1: I don't. I don't either. It means something to them, though. You know, in season one, where the Greeks was were very... the Greeks, the
0: hated immigrants of the this. Uh, no, it's the, just the name century? of the street. Right, but it got <laughs> that name for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. Golden Square, obviously, lots of gold, lots of squares, Greek Street.
1: Maybe the Latin speaking Jack Lively can tell us the history.
0: Maybe that <laughs> that that hints to the speciality of the the body houses.
1: It involves a lot of olive
0: oil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a lubricant. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was pleased to see the return of William North. Uh, it was really sweet seeing, you know, his daughters calling him Paul. Yeah,
1: I got kind of teared up when they came giving in for him the hugs hugs and
0: again, and yeah, he's holding him tight and he's afraid for him. And and he sternly warns him like, come on, we're gonna take care of this. But you guys just be good. And, you know, we'll get the money raised and we'll rebuild. And and charlotte's like fuck Uh, all of that don't
1: know how to be good yep don't (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh
0: yeah you and mom that's the one thing you didn't teach me how to do to behave myself to to just lay back and and let things happen and and come naturally so (laughs) gross uh did
1: you mean to make those gross puns no
0: no Sure didn't, but uh it's it out happened. there. Yeah. It's out there. There's no and way to take it back now. Uh, I'm too I'm too lazy on an instant cast to edit it. Uh everyone's up to capers. Yeah, so so first of all they move all the girls in with Harriet, which that suddenly that the uh, that body house is now stuffed. Stuffed to the rafters. Stop
1: it. <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: Um, But they plan this heist that involves Lucy in a separate plot. We're going to talk about the Molly house at Golden Square. Don't you worry. Molly boy house at Golden Square. Don't you worry. Um, But Lucy, uh, looking amazing, is wearing this kind of like pinkish purple silk outfit. And she rides up on this white horse. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are, uh, Elizabeth Harvey and Fredo are essentially saying, hey, come and get fitted at at our tailor and we cater to men of all tastes mm. and all shapes and sizes. And I, There's a
1: specific type that they p- targeted in this audience. They,
0: they are, but it's like, you know, they're being very sly. Like, I don't, I don't know if, uh, you know, the, the, the people in the, the 18th century are picking up what they're putting down, but there is a particular gentleman that I don't know why, I, I didn't catch his name or what his station is, but apparently he is uh, a very well-connected uh, uh, gay man. And they think that if they get and draw his eye, that uh, that's the key to getting the, the molly trade in, in London. So uh, they're doing that, but that's actually serving as a distraction for the heist, mm-hmm. um, which involves um, Nancy Birch going down and stealing all the gold and yes. the pounds out of the Pincher's uh, s- cellar dweller.
1: Yeah. Um, kind of stupid. I mean, we've established this, but put it all in one barrel? All the other barrels are empty. Spread it out. <laughs> Make yeah. it harder, at least.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, you know, a bit, but I mean...
1: <sighs> One good fire spilled beer and that money's gone. <laughs> right.
0: I was just thinking it's like uh, all the drapes... Put it in drapes and barrels and maybe they're like, uh, you know, like uh, kind of... it's like the marijuana trade Mm -hmm. in in the united states where it's kind of legal in half the states but it's 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 legal in half the states it's illegal at the federal level and banks are kind of iffy so i was just thinking like why don't you guys put this in like a deposit but i guess when you're doing you know essentially a criminal enterprise you don't you don't have access to that it's it's very breaking bad you're just stacking it up in the dryer and the cracks in the wall and wherever the the drapes what am i going to do pay taxes now I don't know yeah. how to
1: behave. How, come, how am I supposed to do taxes?
0: <laughs> we also got an idea um, through this that uh, how, of how the uh, Pincher boys made their money. That They had their soldiers and they had the idea that, hey, we'll buy a barrel of beer and we'll sell it to thirsty sailors mm-hmm. and then you buy two barrels and mm-hmm. you keep doing that until apparently you get up to 20 barrels. And then they decided to run all That's the- That's wh- it. They go to America. They, they des- they des- well, no. They, they, first, they wanted to run all the sex trade in London. Barring that, I don't know, they're gonna do something in America.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with uh Hal. Some lofty lofty goals there. Yeah. Uh while we're talking about Hal. Uh huh. I really appreciate his jacket that he's wearing throughout this episode. I didn't notice. He is he and Nancy Birch are the perfect bloodborne character duo. Oh yeah? Yeah. He's got a pretty sick duster. You got to check it out.
0: Yeah. The other thing is, do you think uh the Tricor the tri the Tricorner Hatman that's that's <laughs> the, the the bailiff, the constable, that's kind of on their side? Is he, is he getting a little Mr. wobbly? Mr. Abaddon? Yeah, is he getting a little he getting a little wobbly on him because I feel like uh I don't know, maybe like Arson's a hanging offense and he's like, "Look, if you're going to accuse these guys and have them killed, then maybe you need some more evidence." But like, I don't I don't I, I I just feel like you're either in the person's pocket or you're not, and the fact that he's not maybe shows that the Pinchers are working the power behind the scenes a little bit. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it.
1: No, I don't think he's in anyone's pocket. No. Besides, uh, fannies. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: um, I thought so. The I was real. I thought that William North is going to be right, and we're going to see this epic revenge of the Pincher brothers. Um, but then. They kind of rope a and and William approaches them. It was also, by the way, I thought he was going to break Theon Greyjoy in half.
1: <laughs> the look that, in his eyes, I'm like, he might actually kill this guy that on accident.
0: Was super satisfying. To watch, watch him getting uh, uh, getting getting thrashed. Um, but they say that uh, you know, it, he kind of scolds Charlotte and says, you know, look, what are you going to doing? You know, you lied to my face. I almost believe that maybe he had. Uh, worked out some deal where she would give him a little bit of his money back, but it turns out she summoned them to Lady Fitz's uh, under a pretense. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lady Fitz helps her. They invite her into her nice home, and they say, I'm gonna give you your money back, less what you owe me, um, but they also show how easy it would be for them to be framed because they're like, oh, I don't remember inviting you into my nice home, and I've got all my servants that will vouch for you, me, and mm-hmm. like we can get you taken up for breaking into this fine lady's house. Um, I'm a little worried that Lady Fitz, uh, the reason she's so powerful is because of her social stature and her money, mm-hmm. but if she keeps playing games like this and like you know going out and flaunting her you know uh her her illegitimate child and things like that, Ugh, that and now her d-
1: illegitimate child has run off with a footman with man. a
0: footman like there's a nu- I, I wonder how much scandal uh she can endure and still retain her power and also before her brother comes back and you know threatens to put her in uh, bedlam again
1: yeah we're we're reaching downton abbey levels of drama here
0: yes yes <laughs> thomas a, a, a good thomas episode of <laughs> of uh, downton abbey levels of drama um Yes. We also something we were wondering last episode is whether Charlotte and Fitz are still lovers, and the, that is that is answered emphatically, yes.
1: Uh, poor, poor Isabella. She she just went around this entire episode just kind of uh, impotent, I guess is the word. Just like sad and deflated, I guess is a better word for it. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: and I, she and Nancy have a really nice scene where Nancy. You know, it helps, helps her make peace with it. Like, you have your own secret here, and you've owned that, and you're trying to make it better for yourself, mm-hmm. so you can't kind of put that same pressure on your daughter as something for her to overcome, because it seems like she's already over it. Yeah. You're introducing the guilt. Either you can love her for who she is and not make her feel like a lesser person for marrying someone of inferior birth, or... You can help her make peace with her love or whatever.
0: I like this story because it's kind of like, you know, if you can, if you can maintain solidarity across classes and and, and maintain that, it's like you can accomplish anything.
1: So I got a question for yes. you. She believes that her mother bore her out of wedlock or, you know, had an affair with a servant herself. Right. You're talking about Sophia. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. What if Sophia learns the truth? Does she go and marry a family member? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, "It's like, mother, you didn't even give me a brother, so I can't follow in in, in your footsteps." Oh, I, I don't know. What
1: do you do in that situation? Like, do, should she tell her the truth, or maybe not?
0: I. That's such an ugly. I mean, I don't know because, like, you know, everything I've read says you really shouldn't. Uh, 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 and I, how old is Sophia? Like 15, 16? Yeah. You really shouldn't uh, tell a, a child that their parents are complete bastards, even if they are, because number one, they'll figure it out themselves. And number two, um, it doesn't help a child's self-esteem to think that they came from some kind of trash or, or infamous background. Um, but like the damage is done. She thinks that now. <laughs> But like, if she like the the longer you can, the the more mature they can be when they find that out, so they can better able to handle it. Like, I I understand what lady like what Lady Fitz is doing because that's a heavy fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you're an incest rape baby, and your dad is your uncle, and he also threatens to put me in bedlam and all this other bullshit. Like, that's just that's just a terrible weight to put onto somebody. So I don't know. What do you think? So at so the end of this, it feels like the Pinchers uh, or at least playing that they're being defeated. Uh, they've got like their own scheme, which we'll be talking about here in a bit. Um, but uh, Isaac ostensibly makes peace with Charlotte at the end, like puts his hands up and says, hey, it's okay. You know, Char- um, I, I, I don't know, because I thought Isaac was incredibly stupid to mm-hmm. let Charlotte seduce him and distract him and let them steal their money. I mean, that's just like fucking really stupid on a grand level. If Charlotte believes Isaac here... She's a fool too,
1: right? Why? What is she doing with him? I don't. I mean, I guess there's like so many better people in the world. If I'm
0: being charitable, she's following the advice of keep your enemies close. So if she knows that he's an idiot that can be led around by his prick, so maybe it behooves her to keep doing that as long as he's a threat. But also, he's it's just incredibly dangerous because like she's leaving with him and like you know the night and there there's talk of like uh, people snatching that's going on like who's people snatchers who's who's people snatching with with lady quigley being locked up is it the i mean i I, it must be the pinchers are we going to find out that they're running some kind of or is there some other pimp jack the ripper perhaps you think they're trying to go with jack the ripper i haven't i haven't done the math and seen what what year it actually (laughs) is and whether it lines up or not but that
1: but when women go disappearing in london fog that's all i can think of
0: into the into the fog yeah yeah no you're not you're not wrong
1: uh yeah i'm surprised this is the first time we've heard of Nell. the next thing we should talk about is the molly boy house in golden square
0: mm, elizabeth uh, fredo and lucy's uh, venture one, one thing i think yeah. don't think we either picked up on or forgot to talk about last week is there's some dialogue last episode that really makes it clear that elizabeth harvey is intending to take advantage of lucy
1: Right, and it doesn't seem like that's necessary when she's a powerful ally. Yeah,
0: Lucy had, you know, contributed no small sum of money and uh, some brains and some uh, some dashing and some daring. Uh, I think it would be bizarre to betray her that way. Um,
1: yeah, it really is, especially since it seems like there's no more money to be had. I mm-hmm. think there's there's no way she saved up enough money to buy that house and just have a big lump sum left over it just feels like she's
0: she's all about her and fredo like i don't think she's going to betray her just cause but like if it ever is to her and fredo's advantage absolutely or i wonder if they're also going to make it like if they ever get pinched if they're going to set her up as like the kingpin you know, oh, we got—we came to London. We're led astray by the infamous Wells girls, and they fronted the majority of the money. And yeah. like, I wonder if it's going to be sh- just to put her neck in the noose and keep them their their own out of it. Here's an idea. Yeah.
1: What's better than running boys out of your house?
0: Keeping the boys in the house.
1: <laughs> running girls too.
0: Mm, what if they got ACDC? Eh. Yeah,
1: Lucy's the bod of the women, and Fredo and Elizabeth. Well, Fredo's can. Is it still bod? Fredo can be the bod of the boys mm-hmm. and Elizabeth Harvey can be a dressmaker. Uh, kept in- woman.
0: Instead of a uh, instead of a bully man, it's a body man. Body man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see that working. Hel- uh, it's a working. giant house. What do you think is going on in Salabat? This uh, guy is a wealthy dressmaker slash silt pirate uh, that Elizabeth has had some dealings with and has fucked him over a couple times, uh, but he seems to be he's really just so- uh, besought with uh, Elizabeth, and he's really impressed with her grandiose house that she's operating out of. Um, looks like he might be their bankroller. Um, yeah,
1: she says he's rich. Here's what's confusing to me,
0: because he's also going to supply their dress, their 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 silks and their material. Because like that was her like I'll go get the silks, you go fill the house to Fredo, and f- that's what Fredo's kind of job was. He went to go find a group of boys to work the house.
1: Right, but you know, not every bought house needs an on demand dressmaker. And she says he's rich, and he's also kind of like a but that's cover story, a silk pirate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true.
0: So he needs they they what definitely. What do need a cover story for? because they can't just have like a male prostitute house because that's like a right. it's the fins. men yeah. i keep forgetting that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's yeah. why you got to get women in there but uh so these two were a pair before and she stood him up i wonder why was he not rich at that point the last time they saw each other or and now he's ripe to be plucked what do hmm. you think what do you think's going on there
0: I don't know. Maybe she, like, was going to be one of those uh, kept women, and then she saw this opportunity and tried to jump on it, or she took his... I, I don't know, But because the, they don't... The, this happens a lot on Harlots, where, like, they introduce characters, and they imply that they have these relationships in history, and we don't find out until, until later on what exactly that history is and, and how connected it is. But I don't know. He's an interesting guy. He reminds me a lot of... Uh, like uh was it Jeffrey Roche that uh, that played the the Marquis de Sade?
1: Who? Uh, Jeffrey Rush?
0: Yeah, and uh, I forget what that movie It's called Quill. Yeah, it's Quill. He reminds me of that guy. <laughs> the Marquis de Sade. Kind of like he's just got there's something uh there's 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 uh, something degenerate about him. <laughs> About right. about a silk pirate that, that, uh, that hangs around in body houses. I
1: don't think I agree with that, but uh, I mean, hey, it's harlot, So
0: I love the. I consider myself one. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's there's uh, he. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's an upstanding. Although the way in, in this universe, I don't know if there are is an upstanding gentleman in all of London. <laughs> they really like except when, for
1: william north
0: except william fucking north yeah yes. you're right he is as he's as true as the north star mm-hmm. that he's probably named after yes uh what else <laughs> that's we, how
1: that works <laughs> that's
0: exactly how that works what else do we want to talk about them or should we move on to quigley and Bottomley's daring escape from bedlam um
1: yeah that was it I, except for um when lydia comes to the house later and you just see Lucy spinning around in the hallways in the background. Like right. she's she's loving this. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And oh yeah. So let's let's um we are introduced to this character named Dr. Swinton, and he has a modern and Boy, innovative new technique to we. treat the malady uterine fury. Have you ever suffered from uterine fury?
1: All the time. I'm currently suffering right now. I feel
0: like I've suffered from uterine fury at a time or two. <laughs> Uh, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's 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 manual stimulation. At first, I thought because I'm like you know this this reminds me of like the around Freud's era, like when they invented the vibrator that that was as, as a, a treatment for like hysteria. Yeah, you know. But it was almost like every time I've read about the technique, it was almost like a wink, wink, like you know the the women uh, liked the treatment. You know uh, this, and I thought that's what they were going for. But then like yeah, when I they, they showed to him do when like a.
1: Uh, lady Ness around the world in 80 days or whatever it is that woman who went undercover and Uh, got her teeth taken out and i thought they were going to give her a hysterectomy yeah some kind of horrifying procedure no
0: actually when she they just like forcibly finger banged her i'm like oh that's actually i thought we were going to get a from hell kind of sequence that's not you know like just a digital rape was lower than what I thought they were going for, but
1: it's not even the worst kind of rape we've seen on the show. No,
0: probably. no, no. But it's still, it's still traumatic for this girl, and it's something that she doesn't want. It's very gross and demeaning, and the fact that you're trapped and you don't have any say in it's uh, terrible. But uh, Lady Quigley gets the idea that uh, they can uh, kind of entrap him. What is it? The the his rod will be his ruination. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she knew this guy was so hot to get with Miss Bottomley that the next time they had a bunch of uh, medical guests, and he was gonna he was gonna put her in a vomitorium, uh, she decided to say, "Hey, no, actually." Uh, uh, I, I got that uterine fury. It's coming down real hard. And he's like, oh, we got to get you into your treatment. And Lady Quickly volunteers to stay behind and uh, redirect the doctor to a different treatment room. But she does the exact opposite. So, you know, he's got his hands up inside her and he's jacking himself off, Come which that's the thing. Like, oh, that's that's when I'm like, oh, yes, this is uh, he, he, he has there's no pretense to this being legitimate science. Uh, he's just gratifying his own sexual urges. And uh, he gets busted by whoever's the head of Bedlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Miss Bottomley managed to steal the keys off of Swinton. And it uh, the rod does lead to Dr. Swinton's ruin. But the ladies are able to bust out. I love the like Quigley's triumphant laugh as she unlocks the door. And they yes. get out. And they're into the... I-
1: the shrieking uh, society ladies yes. that are just crying and yes. stuck yeah, there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah, and then I had to remind myself while I'm watching this show and I'm like, yes, yes, do it. Get out of there. That I'm I'm not supposed to be rooting for Lydia Quigley in any way.
0: Yeah, but it's like one of those things where it's like everyone's so fucking pitiful because you, you think about Quigley, you know, that uh, her mother died and her father was raping her from like... Very early on. She said, in, like in season two, described it from infancy. <laughs> Which yikes! Yeah. So they, she comes by her vileness honestly, you know. Not ever, I guess. You know, it's like uh, you you want her to be like a Margaret Wells who overcomes that, and or like a Nancy Birch that like looks out for other women, but uh, not everybody responds to the trauma that way. So. Right? Uh,
1: do you think her? Si- we're gonna see her sister has any of the same sort of damage, and not like in the same way it manifests, but. <sighs> she has to have been affected by their father too
0: right well see here's the thing i don't think so you're talking about miss may who they come to at the uh that's her sister right i think i don't know because i wasn't quite sure whether you were supposed to understand that that is like uh, i thought that you were supposed to understand that quigley and her were essentially margaret and nancy and then Miss May got to be a kept woman of a very wealthy person, and she's kind of made it into respectable life as his like open mistress. But I did some researching, um, and apparently, uh, she was Quigley's father's favorite whore.
1: Oh no! And there's an implication that
0: she was involved in like trafficking Margaret and and oh. uh, Nancy, and and like she might actually be like the oh, alpha abuser that. that started all of this um so yes then (laughs) yeah but there again (laughs) she's
1: experiencing some different or some of the same damage manifesting differently yeah yeah
0: yeah. but i like that's what i'm saying like i don't i don't quite understand the connection there hey if you guys uh know better than us please send it in tv at baldmove.com or get on the forums forums at and and tell us where we went wrong um but I loved her, like when she got to golden square, and Elizabeth opens the door, and she's like, "Oh my God, beggar women!" Ah! And she looks back, and she sees Lucy doing this fitting, and she, when the door shuts in her face, she screams because they say, "Oh, you did? Are you are you referring to the debtor? He's been hauled off to the sponging house!" And and uh, quickly just screams, "Charles! <laughs> it's 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 pretty funny." It's really funny because we also saw in the preview or
1: prelude to the episode mm-hmm. the recap that she gets a good charles into so we're yeah. set up for that
0: yeah, yeah um but they did run off to miss may as a secret refuge miss may kind of like she's she's doing some kind of mental calculation she gives a significant glance glance to bottomly i wonder if she's going to try her hand back in the bod business yeah, like bankroll quickly and and, and do that but she's going to uh,
1: capitalize on that uterine fury
0: yeah i mean why it's hot uh i think this is why we're gonna remember
1: that we hate lydia because she's gonna let it happen
0: yeah or if she's not gonna be, be yeah, involved she's not lo- going to be looking at for miss Bottomley. um she's playing that game of tarot and she deals herself the card to high priestess which <gasps> was her role for the spartans mm-hmm. um i mean that's her source of political strength if she can start running that game for them again um i just don't know because like They've introduced Bottomley as a a character important enough that like, I don't think that she's just going to be like the Spartans victim. Um, But I also don't think that she's going to be the type of person who's just going to go along with selling women up the river right, or down the river, sideways down to Tim's. So I wonder what her role is actually going to be.
1: Yes. I'm curious about myself. I think that they're establishing this, this relationship where, she is vulnerable and without anything. And shes we've seen her be taken advantage of. And Lydia Quigley knows exactly what she's been through. And Lydia Quigley is going to betray her. That's my official prediction. I think that's why they're setting up this relationship.
0: See, I wonder if it's so going to be the opposite. Like Quigley's going to think the bottom is going to be on her side because she's been to Bedlam. And you see what happens to women who aren't tough and strong. But she's going to, she's going to um, essentially burn Quigley. For so, the third time in as many seasons.
1: So if Mrs. May or any or the Spartans perhaps mm-hmm. offer Lydia all of her power, money, things like that back in exchange for using Catherine Bottomley, mm-hmm. she takes it, right?
0: Oh yeah, for absolutely. sure. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: But
0: yeah, but I, I, I just don't think they're kind of like you know, like the, the Spartans are all about like despoiling virgin girls, and this girl's already been like you know, she she. That's, I mean, that's not why in that a...
1: exact same way, but I don't.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll see. I just think that, that uh, they're, they're establishing Bottomley as a character who I think she's going to end up getting with the Wells women, and she's going to be a good, you know, one of the good, one of the good ones.
1: Oh. One of the You're good just ones. setting yourself up to get your heart broken, I think.
0: Well, that's what I like to do, television. I'm
1: trying to steal
0: myself. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about more about the Pinchers plans because they're doing stuff besides just fucking with the Wells girls, both figuratively and literally. <laughs> uh, Emily Lacer helps her keeper. The I don't know exactly what he is. <laughs> Emily
1: he's, Lacer helps her keeper. Emily Lacy.
0: Emily Lacy helps her keeper to get rid of a, a Lord Admiral. This man's killed in the duel because he's all about his pistols and whatnot. So. I don't know who this guy is except for he's like some kind of wealthy merchant.
1: How are duels supposed to work if not this exact way? Except maybe you don't bring the body home.
0: No, that's a great question because he said the duel went bad and the seconds ran. I don't know whether that means that like one of them broke the rules. Like maybe this guy shot before he was supposed to because like if you... Also, I think dueling might be illegal. Okay. So it's like, uh, you know, I think the idea of a duel is... uh, And because it's... This happens quite a few times in the Master and Commander series, and it's, it was considered bad form to kill a person. Like, you're supposed to, like, shoot them in the shoulder <laughs> or wound them and be, have them beg your... Because all your... This whole thing is about, like, trying to get them to take back whatever caused the duel, you know? Like, if you call them a horse son and you're like, <laughs> I demand satisfaction, you can, at any time, you can call it off just by saying, you know what... I misspoke. I spoke hastily. I publicly apologize. <laughs> so, like, these seconds are supposed to make sure that you're playing the court. So, so, I don't know. I think dueling is illegal, but it still happens, and this is a duel that went bad. It's going to lead to someone being killed, uh, and it's going to be caught as murder, so all the seconds is scattered. That's what my my read of the situation is.
1: Is this guy, or maybe, is it a sport in some way? Because this guy does it a lot. Like, he's a lot a of people all did, all about-
0: Like I said, I mean, like, you know, I mean, Shit. Hamilton, (laughs) yeah. What does that mean? He got killed in a duel. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Aaron Burr.
1: That one go bad?
0: Uh, yeah, because Aaron Burr shot to kill him. I think that, and again, I think that was considered very poor play. I Um, yeah, I guess I just do not understand how duels work. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's 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 posturing. You're not supposed to. No one's supposed to die. You know, very rarely you're supposed to be supposed to die. That's how way I understand it. Anyway. (laughs) He got, Emily this, he's, got this, he's got this dead Lord animal a, a, dead <laughs> Lord animal and uh, and Emily Lacey helps him get rid of him uh, by introducing her to Hal uh, this kind of lets leads both Hal and the uh, gentleman who's her keeper to take her seriously and this guy gives her a hot real estate tip about land in America
1: mm-hmm. that- Emily is a smart. Girl, yeah, she, I
0: love her. She comes back to Hal Pinscher with the lock, stock, two non-smoking barrels. <laughs> and this uh, land She's deal. ready to duel. Yeah, so I never even thought about the, that this might actually bring us back to Margaret Wells. But I think you're probably right. I wonder, what. how do you see the mechanics of that working out? I don't. They get on a ship. They get off the ship, and she's on the dock. And then they hook up there. Yeah.
1: It's going to be all inconvenience, but I mean, it has to mean something, right? Yeah. I have to, I'll have to do some research into this time period and what was happening in American real estate, mm-hmm. but did he just give her some land deeds or he gave her, I think or he told her about options to buy? Yeah,
0: I think the latter. Okay. Like he's got, he's, he's, he, he gave her access to the Glengarry, Gary, Glen Ross. All right. That's a good, that's a good lesson. Leads. The good stuff. <laughs> This isn't good stuff. this is some good Virginia, some good Chesapeake Bay land. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, that um, every time Hal smiles, I feel like he loses 50 IQ points. Really? Yeah.
1: It has the opposite effect. I think his charming is so smile or his smile is so charming. No,
0: he's su- I like, I yeah, he's charming and very oh but he looks like an idiot that can be taken advantage of. I don't know. He's yeah, he like does this, turn like into this, like a
1: little boy, but when he's got that like brooding brow, thing. or maybe it's
0: maybe it's because I he's grinning like an idiot while I know he's ha- he's getting his fortune stolen from him. So it's like I know what he doesn't know, so oh. he's let he's engaging in this Bartholomew Fair farce in the streets while he's getting robbed <laughs> right. blind and
1: it's so ridiculous. If a Wells woman is making a spectacle of herself in front of your establishment, yeah, the
0: first put, thing yes, you think put is put your that- hand on your wallet, back away slowly. <laughs> Something Light bad him. is happening. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they don't—they're um, not called the reliable and trustworthy Wells women. It's—it's it's the infamous Wells, <laughs> is how they're—they're—they're—they're they're, they're they're described. Yes. Um, let's talk about. Um, and Emily
1: Lacey knows that more than anyone.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, but Emily Lacey's a good one too. I like how she she did she did share uh, Cherry a solid.
1: Yes. Yeah. Cherry, I love Cherry. She's being so cute in this episode and she found a she found a home here
0: yeah she's selling skins
1: selling skins instead of her own
0: uh i i just realized that you apparently reuse these these lambskin yeah you wash them out and wash them them out and reuse them Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. not sure about that
1: it's like uh i guess
0: it's that or the pox huh I mean, or a how, baby. how hard is it to get like like they're 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 eating lamb all the time. Ew. How hard is it to get new condoms? It's expensive is it? I just um. i just it just seems like a renewable resource like like sheep guts like there's there's a shortage of sheep guts in London you got the, you gotta like wash these things out and reuse them it's It's hard work to make if you use eighteenth century birth control methods and you know how this stuff because <laughs> I actually think that they still do make these things yeah I like think like I, I think i've heard like her referred to as uh i, I think I've, I've seen people refer to like you can get these like lambskin condoms and like if you, i guess if you're allergic to both latex and whatever else they make uh, yeah the they absolutely still make lambskin
1: condoms i've only ever heard of
0: Who, like, disposable ones i feel not like, not, like i reusable. feel like the only ones to buy that are like amish like, they ride in their black buggies and, you know, all red-faced and grab a, grab a pack of lambskins. Like, who the fuck uses a lambskin condom in 2019? Like you
1: just said, people who are allergic to normal means.
0: But it's not reusable. And it's
1: not, it doesn't have, like, a little ribbon tied around it. It's, well, it's, maybe it,
0: if everyone... Science if, has evolved. Maybe if someone had some, someone entrepreneuring, like, Cherry to go rinse them out, they would be reusable. Ew. You think uh,
1: she does that? She collects it. <laughs> I
0: think yeah. Do no, you, like, I think that's how she makes her money. She literally collects those things, washes them out, and sells them again. Really? Yes. I do not believe that. I think I saw her washing them out this episode. Um, Maybe mm, I'm wrong. Mm, again, I think she's
1: just making new ones.
0: Okay. That's... Oh, that could be true. Like, so she is getting she is getting the lamb's guts and, and stitching her own.
1: All right. Yeah. All I mean, right. if you if you're if you're a a judge or a butcher on the go. You don't have time to sew up your own lambskin condoms. It seems like you do like have to wash the guts out, that part's gross. I don't want to think about that when I'm getting ready to have sex.
0: It seems <laughs> like they're positioning Cherry as like this season's Prince Rasilis, who's yeah. kinda like maybe playing both sides and
1: Yeah. She, she did the spy thing a little bit last season.
0: Yeah. And I love it. They're also making her seem like she is like true blue for Charles, which I'm still not buying. I, I guess I need to see the early goings of season two, but like, you know, she's she's uh She's an idiot if she thought that, like, Charles was going to be true blue for her. And she certainly wasn't that way sh- with Charles in the beginning. So, I don't know. But I, I like know. her. Love like makes her.
1: stupid people of us all.
0: Yeah. Uh, love. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, William North's... Uh, oh,
1: wait, 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 wait sorry. Hugelist. Speaking of Prince Rassilus, why okay. is he not the first recruit to this Molly Boy house? Where is he? I don't
0: know. Where is he? I don't know. Uh, he didn't die, did he? I don't think so. Or get arrested?
1: Did we have this conversation last time? No, we, we didn't. We need answers. No.
0: I, I, he. If he doesn't show up in the next episode, then I'm guessing that, like, is he in a bigger show? I don't... Because that's the other <laughs> thing, is, like, maybe he got a better deal than, like, hey, uh, five minutes worth of Molly Boy every three or four episodes. Um, I want to talk about William North's new pugilist, uh, Jack Lively. And it seems like yeah. they've come back from York, and this guy was a good fighter, but he's had a run of bad luck that they don't quite explain he's lost a few of his fights but
1: they explain it a couple of times but I'm not quite sure what the truth is
0: mm. so what's the ex- what's the explanations that you've heard
1: Well they said that the last time they did a fight they were run out of town and then William North says, to John Kelly, that he fought for a partisan crowd. So even if, since oh, he was winning, I wonder winning, if it's just a simple matter he of was racism, to like lose.
0: that, like oh, a black man's beating a white man. This is bullshit kind of thing. That
1: might be true. I mean,
0: shit, that was true up until the '60s and '70s. It's still probably true. It's still
1: probably true in some places and hearts and Except minds. Except for
0: just like when's the last? Uh, so I'm trying to think when's the last time like because uh, they call that the Great White Hope. Like you know, who's the white guy that's finally going to knock the the black dude out when when uh. uh they started letting black black guys fight. I'm not familiar with this. No, it's the concept of, like, it's a, that was something, like, the people were always waiting to see, like, you know, who's going to be the white guy that can can dethrone the champ there or something. So, like, it, no. it, that's... And it makes sense that, like, further you go back in time. It's not like, you know, like, uh, England outlawed slavery and whatnot, and these are all free men, but, you know, racism still a thing. <laughs> so, that's probably what it was. Sounds but like a great white threat to me. It, so... It seems like so they introduced John Kelly who seems like a gentleman boxer he's the big the big uh, game cock of uh, of London uh, and Jack doesn't like the looks of him Mm-mm. thinks he's spark like he's too flash mm-hmm. um, it's kind of mean mugging him and like William is kind of like you know trying to steady him do you think that uh, he's gonna get himself into trouble here?
1: Yeah, I feel like if you've got if he's the town favorite, then it is a pretty bold thing to do to come in here and just challenge him. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, if what they're saying about the last fight is true, then people will uh, make him win anyway if they like him enough. So what's he? what kind of f- spark is he going to bring himself to this fight?
0: Well, and also, like, they, they intimate that it's like ele- these fights are illegal because he said, oh, what are you going to do? Just fight in a tavern law. under the eyes of the law? And uh, William North's like, no, of course not. I know how to do this shit. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how. Like, it's not clear to me also how much money you can make because it seems like uh, William was pretty confident that you could make enough money to get the girls out of Hawk and help rebuild the house. And I, I just don't know.
1: Approximately how much money did Nancy have? Well, we don't know. actually. Plus, I don't
0: know. Like, I because I, it seems like a hundred pounds is a lot of money, but. Then someone throws around a thousand pounds, and that seems like a lot of money. And
1: fifty pounds was a lot of money.
0: Like like Golden Square, the Golden Square was built bought for four hundred pounds.
1: Four hundred?
0: Yeah, that was like I wasn't it like Lucy had yeah that money yeah is two or two is somewhere like four to five hundred pounds. And but I think that four hundred pounds was roughly how much Charlotte Wells was charging. What's his face for her like fun money? Uh, last last season. So like I don't know how much is a lot of money for these people. (laughs) I don't know inflation is just like up and down every
1: single day <laughs>
0: right right it's probably like anything else like the you know what's what's a lot of money for the likes of uh, william north and the wells women is probably pocket change for the marquesas and what right. do you call that guy the marquesa blaine marquesa blaine yeah uh and that's kind of the episode that we leave anything out i don't think so Well, we, of course, will be back next week with the new episode of Harlots. Uh, You can send us feedback to TV at baldmove.com, and we will consider some if we get it. We can also be reached at forums.baldmove.com, where you can talk about Harlots in the latest episode. Uh, And, of course, if you'd like to support Bald Move and get some cool bonus content and other perks like ad-free feeds, please stop by club.baldmove.com to begin your free 30-day trial. Until next week, I'm Aaron.
1: And I'm Cecily. Good night. Don't forget to wash, rinse, and repeat.